0: Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week, we're recapping season four, episode eight, The Unusual Suspects. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think this should have had a different title, this episode.
0: Oh, yeah. What did you say you wanted to be called again?
1: It should have just been called a little thing called karma.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I did... This is how stupid I am because I was like, obviously they pulled this prank, right?
2: Right. <laughs> but the
0: more I was watching it, it was taking me a minute to like understand that they were like literally just like showing us their plan, and like every time they said karma, I was like, oh, that's funny. Dawson just said karma, and Jack just said karma. I was like, Dustin, <laughs> they're all in on it together. Mm-hmm i
1: was like they were oh. like they were like everybody everybody was so surprised They're like you helped out drew yeah you know karma it's a karma thing yeah it's a karma thing i really liked it though and i thought it was kind of perfect um mm-hmm. so if we're gonna get into exciting news before we jump into that or do you want to talk about how much we like the episode first
0: do we can talk about whatever i'm in a good mood tonight jamie and Woo! i'm not like super tired And I'm excited that we're recording tonight. Yeah, really good makeup on from yeah. All right, we're at.
1: (laughs) All right, so let me just segue this in, right? So I like this episode. We got this whole karma thing going on, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was kind of perfect because last week, last Friday, actually, when we released the last episode, um, I went and got myself a present. Merry Christmas to me. During Black Friday, I got myself a chameleon. I've always wanted a chameleon. (laughs) So uh, after I got her tank and everything all set up, which I'm pretty sure she's female, um, I posted on Facebook to just be like, hey, I need help picking out a name. I think it's probably female, but, you know, gender neutral is totally fine. I usually name my pets people names. But somebody posted a comment under that post. And I said, "What about karma? Like Karma Chameleon,
2: I <laughs> like love the song."
1: Love and you know what? I thought it was kind of perfect, considering, you know, where life is, and I mean, karma could be gender neutral, right? So,
0: I mean, it's it's a pet. You can name it's pet, a pet. Whatever. <laughs>
1: Listen, I take time and consideration every time I name a pet. So,
0: <laughs> I think um, it's perfect. I suggested Abby Morgan, and you were like,
1: "She's too no. sweet for Abby." <laughs> <laughs> Heavy was a biatch. This is not a beatch. This uh, this is very nice and not like angry. Some of them will hiss at you and like they get oh, real pissed off. Oh, I never knew that. Oh yeah, they like open their mouth and they'll like <sighs> act like they're gonna bite you, but they can't, you know, because they leave tiny little mouths.
0: But oh, I never knew that.
1: No, she's super cool, and the animals here have all been really good. They have more interest in her crickets than they do her, but she moves real slow, so. I can't really see them really caring too too much. They just watch from afar and then they get bored and move on. Um
0: I know my first thing I said when you showed me her you had you had her on your finger and I go, Do your Catholic try to go after it? And you're like, no, no <laughs> not really.
1: <laughs> no, like Willie's watching from over here right now. But he's like looking at other stuff too. He's not like sucked in fascinated or anything. Yeah. He's just whatever. Pay attention to me. He's also mad because I got stuff all over the bed because yesterday my best friend got married.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. It was very exciting. So I still have like, uh, what is this? My, my duffel bag still has all my stuff packed in it. I didn't put anything away. I literally came inside, put my stuff down on the floor, realized one of the lights weren't working on the tank for my chameleon so i had to figure out what was going on with that and make sure i brought the temperature back up cuz she was a little bit cold and um yeah my light bulb the blue so i was focused on that and then i was tired so i ate something and then i laid down and tried to take a nap i didn't put anything away i mean you're so, loud yeah i got a lot to do when we get off when we get off of here i got to put some stuff away and uh, get prepared for tomorrow so but i had a lot of fun it was beautiful um i love barn weddings (laughs) they're so pretty and rustic and simple
0: well you sent me pictures of your what you were wearing and stuff and i was like jamie you look so pretty (laughs) (laughs) thank
1: you and you're wearing
0: maroon i was like she looks so good in maroon it's
1: like a wine red um I love red it. red wine. Yeah, it was like it was like a wine color, so it was like a burgundy. Oh god, I yeah. love burgundy. Let me just say that I love that. The only so I had my makeup done. The only thing on my face that was mine was the lipstick, and I never had to touch that lipstick up once. Wow. I had it on at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock that morning, and it was still on by like almost midnight. That's crazy. when I had to like take it off.
0: I love when my lipstick does that.
1: <laughs> right. I was like, this is the best lipstick ever. Everybody kept asking me like what color it was. And then like, what lipstick is that? I'm like, let me just get you a picture of it. You can take it home and look it up later. If anybody is interested, uh and you've seen that picture floating around, you're like, Oh my god, yeah, I need to know what that lipstick is. Just let me know and I'll send you
0: a picture. <laughs> oh, I did see that on your I did see that on your um post. Yeah, so somebody had asked. So were there any hot guys there that you could have hooked up with? No. Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry,
1: anybody who's from that party that is listening.
0: That's but, what um, they always say. Like uh, um the maid of honor is supposed to always like hook up with the best man or whatever. Ah, uh, the best
1: man was married, so no.
0: Oh, well, that's unfortunate. All right, well, whoever was next in line. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. <laughs> no. Everybody is uh we're an older group now, right? So most people already partnered
0: up <laughs> yeah that's what happens when you're older yeah no but you look like you had a lot of fun and I said to you um because you've been a little stressed out the past like a couple of months because of a lot of stuff going on and I know the wedding was like a big uh deal because you were such a big part of it and I said do you feel like you got a lot of weight off your shoulders now because it's all over
1: yes and no no <laughs> yes, because something so big is is finally done, and so you, there is a sigh of relief that comes along with that. But with that also means I have to get through. I still have to because I changed states. I have to get my license and stuff handled. I have an appointment to do that next week. I'll feel a lot better when that's done and titles are transferred, and then I won't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then also Christmas. So if we can get through the holidays, then maybe I'll actually really be able to breathe. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's all inconsequential stuff, though, Jim. You'll get it done. Oh, it's,
1: no, it's stressful.
0: But Christmas, Christmas, it's like, it's not even on my mind yet. Somebody was asking oh, me today. It about, should be,
1: honey, because December is like, is it
0: tomorrow? You know, here's my thing. Oh, yeah, it is. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> November 30th right now. We're recording this. And Oh, uh,
1: no. Okay. So we have 30, there's 31 days. And, no, there isn't.
0: No, there's 30. Oh, yeah.
1: December. I was in the wrong month. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So December 1st is literally tomorrow. We're going to have like 24 days to get this done.
0: But somebody said to me today, like, they wanted to get their Christmas shopping done like this weekend. And I was like, that's not even my headspace right now. But I'm also a little stressed out because of the apartment situation, because we're still here, obviously. And I was like, do we put up our decorations? Like, do we put our tree up? But at this point, I don't think it matters. Like they can't like we're already going to be in the month. So it's not like they can be like if like they're having they're still having showings and stuff. So it's not like they can be like, you have this amount of time to move out now. Like you put your Christmas tree up, you got to move. Plus, our neighbors are decorating like our neighbors downstairs, put lights up outside. And I was like, well, they don't give a fuck. So like, (laughs) Why? Why am I worried about it?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think in the end, it's just going to come down to how much stress you want. Do you want the stress of packing it up? are unpacking it and then still going through your own stuff so you've got every stuff literally everywhere again or do you want to leave your well, christmas stuff off to the side and whatever containers they're gonna be like i know what's in here i'm not worried about this let me focus on going through something else
0: you know the, well the point is is that they can't tell us you know we have to get out nobody's gonna buy the house in, in this month no one's gonna like put an offer in this month merry
1: christmas babe i bought you a building
0: <laughs> yeah merry christmas you gotta leave uh, but i think i'm just gonna go with my regular routine and just put it up and you know whatever okay. but how was your thanksgiving i feel like i didn't even like talk to you
1: oh yeah that did that did just recently yeah. you, didn't
0: it yeah we had thanksgiving we didn't <laughs> I like
1: i feel like that just happened but i don't <laughs> really know there's so much that happened in the last like <laughs> seven days that so i just don't even know it's funny
0: we've been like talking communicating but we haven't been like talking talking
1: talking talking yeah i know i haven't been i've been running around like a chicken with no head right yeah. so uh thanksgiving was good um we had dinner at my uncle's and that was really nice actually so i got to see a couple it wasn't like a big family gathering it was just like a couple people um but i had fun it was nice to relax my uncle makes a very mean mixed drink is a little strong but it was great <laughs> i think i needed it so uh,
0: <laughs> is that your mom's brother yes oh he's probably fun to hang out with then oh
1: he's he's awesome
0: Your <laughs> your mom's fun to hang out with
1: <laughs> yeah i got some i got some good family members uh no he's awesome so it was good it was good i like i did some adulting things i got some stuff handled so i feel a lot better uh i feel a lot better yeah, i feel even more better when i have like presents situated don't I'm stress
0: about it it's not like
1: it's a little stressful steven i have less than a month to figure out what i'm getting people
0: <laughs> i don't know i go on this thing where i'm like all right i'm ready to do this and then i just start buying stuff and i like get it done i don't know but our thanksgiving was pretty low-key justin yeah, ended yeah. up working and um he put the turkey in in the morning before he went to work. So we cooked it like low and slow all day. And I was basting the shit out of that turkey.
1: And low and
0: slow. <laughs> it turned out really good. And yes. I made all the sides. It was so nice. I was, you know, I made all of the things by, uh, um, like homemade, like I didn't make stovetop stuffing. I made like homemade stuffing. And I was like, Oh, shit, I don't have sausage because I always put sausage in it. And then I, I I have some in my freezer. And I was like, is this still good? I was like, Steven, it's good. It's in the freezer. <laughs> so I like made the sausage. As
1: long as it's not freezer burnt, you're fine. No, it was
0: totally good. It was totally fine. And then I was like, what else do I have? But so I always put the same things in my stuffing. I always do sausage, the basics, celery, onions, like tons of butter. And I did a little bit of shredded carrots this time, which I really enjoyed. And I do um, green apple, dried cranberry. And then I had a thing of pancetta in my fridge, which I needed to use. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this in it too. And um, oh, man, it was so good. There was so much like fat and grease in that thing. Oh, it turned out so good. (laughs) I loved it. It was my favorite dish Mm -hmm. out of like everything that I made. And I made sweet potatoes and... This cornbread casserole that I make and green bean casserole and
1: no me gusta sweet potato, unless it's you know those glass noodles. I'm like, no,
0: I love sweet potatoes. My dad doesn't like them either, but yeah, it was it was like real low key. So then he came home. We've been eating fucking turkey and Thanksgiving food for the past week. I'm like sick of it now.
1: <laughs> I keep forgetting about the freaking turkey. I haven't been home. I'm like, yeah, turkey. I can make turkey sandwiches. I have not had one turkey sandwich. Since Thanksgiving. The turkey's gonna go bad by the time I get to get no. to eat it. Because I've been running around. I haven't been home. It was like last couple of days.
0: We had two turkeys. So on Saturday, Justin actually um uh, made uh soup with the second one. He put it in this big pot and he got like homemade stock and he put everything in it. It turned out really good. I had like a little bit of it. I haven't had like a big bowl of it yet, but <laughs>
1: stuck. <Stop. laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm making faces at Steven, you
0: guys. Um, but yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. And I was off for five days. And I don't know, Jamie. I wasn't I was like happy to be off, but I was also in like a weird uh like I wasn't de- I don't think I was depressed. I felt like seasonal change, seasonal yeah. depression. Seasonal yeah. depression's a
1: thing, man.
0: Seasonal depression's a thing. That had to be it. Happy all of us.
1: I was trying
0: to like get into like things and why i like,
1: don't feel like we're in the holidays like i'm not in the holiday spirit i don't know what it is holiday. this last couple of years christmas doesn't feel like christmas like i'm just not excited about it i don't know how to get excited about it like i'm just
0: well i feel like covid had a big part of that but i
1: wasn't into the spirit before covid i don't know if it's because i'm an older person and i don't have kids who get excited about it or something and i'm just like eh, you know i
0: do remember you saying this last year too
1: yeah like i just i'm not I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't get excited about it. And I guess maybe that's maybe that's why, because I'm an adult and I know how it really works.
0: Yeah, maybe it's just not
1: your thing. But I would like to, for it to be my thing. But I just I don't know. Like, I always wanted to have like the one house decorated and little rugrats super excited about Christmas and uh you know they get excited christmas morning and they wake you up early and they want to come down and open presents and everybody's super happy and it's all you know hallmark
0: (laughs) i i totally agree i've said that for years and years and years i always wanted to have it used
1: to be like that when we were kids you know like it's it's great when you have a kid when you're an adult it's like
0: weird it's so weird jamie it's just
1: another holiday
0: (laughs) my parents had every holiday at our house growing up like every single family member was at our house on, on the holidays because we like we were last christmas we were watching videos of them and i said to my sisters and my my brother i was like i just realized this every fucking event was held at our house <laughs> and it's not like we had like the biggest house
1: <laughs> and it's I, where everybody was able yeah. to, to go to yeah
0: and i kind of wish that we did that like i wish look My sister told me last night to go apply for a bank loan and see if I'm eligible for uh, a mortgage. I was talking to her last night and she said, this is what you got to do, Stephen, because like, if you don't know what's happening, the last thing you need is for your landlord to say you got to leave and you're stuck not having a place to go. So she said, go to the bank because it's a process. And that way, at least you'll know that you'll be approved if you're approved or not. I think I'll be approved. I know my credit score is pretty good and um i think I've, i think i'll be good so i got to get on the ball with that because like if i don't that's what's hanging over my head right now yeah i'm worried about all that stuff and it's it's holding me back from enjoying things because it's it's putting so much stress on me because i don't know what's happening and these people come in and out and i'm like listening to them talk and i'm like well, I don't think they're going to let us let, stay here for another year. I, f- they, I think they're going to just make it their own plate. Like, this this is what happens when these people come in. So I'm like, I got to figure something out. Because, you know, I don't like not knowing things. Yeah. I don't well, nobody likes to be left
1: in the dark. Because then right. you can't adequately prepare. prepare. For- yeah.
0: I <laughs> exactly. get it. I totally get so, it. That's where I am. I think that's where I am getting depressed too. Because I'm just like... I don't know what's happening and I need to know what's happening. So I like, I love my sister Bettina's house. I like the uh, layout of it. It's like an older house. It's really, it's very comfortable when you go in and I would love to get a house like that and just figure it out, Jamie, because that's what I feel like happens in my life. I just fucking figure it out, you know? So
1: that's what us adults do. We figure shit out and we know things,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like, I just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'll feel better because
1: honestly the more you procrastinate on it the more anxiety you're gonna get off of it but then once you just go and you check it off your list right you're gonna like it's gonna be such a weight off your shoulders you're like i can breathe you know yeah it just sucks having to force yourself to do it i get it
0: yeah yeah and then it makes me think about i should have done this like a long time ago but whatever but that's that's another conversation (laughs) but yeah that's that's where i am right now i so i also watched um the latest season of american horror story Mm. um i didn't watch the season before this new one but it's called american horror story new york and it's mostly a gay uh storyline it's all gay guys and it's about like um gay guys in 1981 and like a mass murderer killing gay guys and then it eventually gets into like
1: is this is this because of jeffrey dahmer
0: that's what i said too i was like it's almost kind of like the same um it was almost like the same sort of like uh well it wasn't yeah kind of like the same storyline but not really
1: well, yeah, it's like they Jeffrey said. Domer oh, so people different. really like the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Why don't we just do more murders? Only gay people.
0: You I know? Th- think a lot of the same people that were working on Dahmer worked on this season of America. Uh,
1: okay, so yeah, they were playing but, off of it. They're like, "Well, we're already in this mindset. Let's just uh, see where we can go with it."
0: But it was really good, and I and I yeah. related to it as a gay man watching it. I mean, I can't relate to like, how they lived in the 80s because I was a baby. But, it's so interesting to watch because, like, they're older gay men writing this stuff, and it's, like, that's how it was. But it eventually leads up to, like, the AIDS crisis, and, like, they all eventually, like, get AIDS and die, and that's depressing. And I'm, like... (laughs) I knew I was like, are they making this about AIDS? Or are they making it about something else? But I was like, No, it's clearly about AIDS. See, so Justin's like, Steven, they're clearly talking about AIDS. And I was like, Yeah, but it's like, are they doing something else? And he's like, Steven, they're talking about AIDS.
1: <laughs> you're overthinking it, you're overthinking it. I
0: know. I was like, whatever. But it was a good season. Um, there's a lot of hot guys in it too. So um my name, my name. To that and watch it. But <laughs> Um, I enjoyed it so, uh, I made me want to watch last season because I didn't watch that yet. But, um, I'm like rambling a lot because I'm just like, I got a lot to say tonight, Jamie. I don't know. Ta-da! Uh. Uh, uh,
2: uh. Oh,
0: so, uh, if you are interested in joining our brand new Patreon, um, uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate We are appreciate it. We already have some subscribers, which uh my brain popped out of my head just the fact that people even <laughs> I think
1: our brains definitely exploded uh when we, we went live circuited. we short circuited a couple of times when we get those email notifications like you've got I a know. new patron and we're like what
0: I know you go <laughs> Steven we got a we got a new patron and I go what <laughs> But um
2: love it we love you guys
0: Yeah like we appreciate it so much but the link is in our link tree Mm-hmm. um if you want to join we have a $3 tier where you will get our weekly recap of Dawson's Creek 2 days in advance and it's also less edited so you're going to get a lot more conversation and meaningless banter between us oh um, yeah which
1: less edited you know,
0: If it's good banter, I'm going to leave it in. If it's, like, stupid banter, I'm going to leave it in. So just, you'll get that from us. And then on our $5 tier, you're going to get our monthly bonus episode of our recap of Young Americans, which is the one and only season of the Dawson's Creek spinoff that was on the WB. It was a summer series, and um, episode two will be up uh i don't know by the time this airs it should be up (laughs) by the time this episode's out it should be up so but it's it's a lot of fun and um it's a little different than how we're doing this but go and um you know check it out and if you want to unsubscribe after listening then you can unsubscribe (laughs) but like we hope that you go and you listen and you enjoy our bonus content because we're having fun putting it out so
1: yes yes we are Um, it was a lot of fun
0: yeah. And it's, you know, it's exciting because like we we've talked about it and we were like, should we do this? Should we not do this? And we finally did it. And, you know, it's everybody has a Patreon. I'm like, why are we not doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'll listen to a podcast that I've never even heard of. And they're like, uh, thanks to all hundreds of our subscribers on Patreon. I'm like, I've never even heard of this podcast.
1: <laughs> well, they have apparently. So I, exactly. That's all
0: um, but also, this is the time of the year where Spotify does their um, Spotify... What is it called? Their Spotify Wrapped... Uh, oh,
1: yeah. It's usually like... um. So Spotify at the end of each year gives you a playlist of your most played songs or podcasts or whatever.
0: Right. So it's
1: like your year wrapped up.
0: Yes. So they call it Spotify Wrapped. And a listener on Twitter named Elsa Wrench um, tagged us and said that we were in her top five Spotify rafts. I said, "Are you kidding me? That's amazing! Actually, <laughs> I can't believe so it. Awesome! We appreciated so much, Elsa, for um, sending that to us. That means so much to us because, like, I don't know, Jamie, when we put this out, who ever thought people would even listen to us? Let <laughs> alone like like us." <laughs>
1: I mean, we did say when we were going to do this that we're really just, like, doing it for fun and, you know, people didn't like us. We weren't going to get upset about it. But I'm glad that you guys are still with yeah. us. This is great, you like really us. Love it. You, you really like really, us. really, really like us. <laughs> and we love exciting. you for it.
0: <laughs> That's exciting. It makes me happy. So Me
1: too.
0: So, yeah, we're glad that everybody's enjoying our content and, you know, yeah. appreciate it we do we really do we got a lot more things rolling around in our brains that we uh hope to get out uh in the future so stay tuned that's all i'm gonna say um but with that jamie why don't we get into this episode let's do it yeah all right
1: i can't wait to talk about that one parent's bushy eyebrows
0: Oh, I don't even remember. Dude, they oh, were, like,
1: so God. long. They were, like, hanging, like, bangs over his eyes.
0: <laughs> the guy who was, like, threatening yeah. Jack?
1: Yeah, the one that was threatening Jack. His eyebrows were, like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I was looking at mine the other day. I gotta, like, pluck mine. my grandma my grandma always said don't ever pluck your eyebrows because you have a natural arch and she says when people pluck their eyebrows they get rid of their natural arch I don't pluck my eyebrows I pull out like the long ones so like I see them and I just yank it out but I don't ever pluck them my sister used to go say to me when I was younger because like they weren't as like clearly they're like a lot more (laughs) as I get older they were like they weren't as like Big, I guess. I don't know. I didn't have yeah. I don't want to say bushy, but they're not like bushy eyebrows. But my wolfing. sister Yeah.
1: <laughs> they wolfing out.
0: <laughs> my sister uh, Chrissy would be like, Yeah, I was used to think that you like plucked your eyebrows, Steven, because they were always perfect. And I was like, I never plucked my eyebrows. <laughs>
1: well, some people are just blessed with amazing
0: eyebrows. I was like, I and plus grandma used to tell us not to. <laughs> so I never did.
1: I listened to grandma. I wish somebody would have told me that.
0: All right. Anyway, um, so this episode is season four, episode eight, The Unusual Suspects. Aired November 20th, 2000. Written by Jonathan Kasdan. Directed by James Whitmore Jr. So we open at Capeside High. We're in Capeside High. We see like teachers and students and like people like, it looks like there's like walking zombies, right? Like,
1: isn't it kind of weird? Because I feel like the first scene or two that we saw like, them walking around was, like, at night. Like, if you yeah. look out the windows, it was dark out. And then all of a sudden, it's like, we're in an episode of Buffy season one, and it's all like, harsh contrast, but there's daylight yeah. outside, but it's dark as crap inside. I'm like, I don't know what's happening.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> a good night, point.
1: it's day, we don't know what time it is.
0: Um. So, yeah, they're, like, walking around, like, they don't even know what's happening. And then this, like, kind of cute guy kid, like, student, whatever. He runs out in the middle of the hallway and he goes, Everybody! The swimming pool! You've got to come see what they did to the swimming pool! First of all,
1: did you know that Capeside High had a swimming pool?
0: No, I didn't. It's
1: never been brought up before either.
0: Uh Uh-uh.
1: Ever. And did your high school have a swimming pool? Because mine did not.
0: Mm, I don't know. We don't. Our high school didn't have a swimming pool. No. I'm like, did it? No, we the seniors
1: used to try to play a prank on the freshmen every year
0: and tell them to
1: go look for the swimming pool in the school. (laughs) I was never one of those seniors.
0: They used to tell us that it was on the roof.
1: Yeah, we got that all the time. It's on the roof. You gotta go find it though. It's it's above, you know, gym, whatever, whatever the name of the gym was. I can't remember. It was you know a long time ago.
0: (laughs) And you're like, oh wait, it's not on the roof.
1: well i knew that there was nothing in there but it was really funny when they tried to pull that i'm like how about you go find that roof huh
0: (laughs) you're like how do i even get to the roof you're like i mean from our high school you could see the top of the school (laughs) so i mean you would know if there's a a swimming pool in it yeah so i don't know why anybody would believe it
1: (laughs) on top of the new gymnasium man i don't know put that shit up there
0: um so everybody's running to the swimming pool like there's a whole crowd now at the pool and we hear joey say wow you don't see this every day and mitch comes in and he's laughing and they show us what everybody's looking at and it's a sailboat in the middle of the pool with a dog and on written on the sail, it says class of 2001
1: and it was a very cute golden retriever mind you like a happy yeah. dog, he's a happy, happy, happy dog. A happy, hap, happy, happy dog.
0: <laughs> named Chester.
1: Chester. <laughs> Chester Bangton. Who's that? Ah, and no, really. Yeah. Lincoln Park.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're like, yeah. Sure. Whatever name.
0: No, I I know now because I um Howard Stern talks about him all the time. Yeah. So Mitch starts laughing, and um, he says, what the hell is this? And we see the new principal, Principal Peskin, who's played by Harry Shearer. Shearer? Shearer. Cha. Harry Harry Shearer. He's he's been in so many things. He's a comedian, and Hmm. he's done a hundred different things, a million different things. Harry Shearer, he's a a voice on The Simpsons. He does Ned Flanders, um
2: uh simpson
0: he's been in everything if you go to his i i am b d as you call it <laughs> 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 <IMDb>. <laughs> oh IMDb.
1: No, i am d b you know i internet like movie database yeah i am db. whatever <laughs>
0: Yeah, he is a voice on the Simpsons. He does like a ton of different voices. It says he does Ned Flanders, Principal Skinner, Mr. Burns, Wayland Smithers, Scratchy, Lenny, Otto, Kent, Brockman, Kang. So he does like a lot. He's if you he, did you when you looked at him, did you recognize him? No. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> anyway, if you're interested in him, go IMBD him. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know oh, who he is. Yeah. So he's playing the new principal and he says that that's his boat and his dog. So um, two cute boys and speedos jump in the pool and they go move the boat over with the dog because they're trying to get the dog off the boat. And um, Dawson's like, I should have thought of this. And Joey says, Dawson, wow, we recognize your talent as a witty practical joker. I think that this is even out of your league. <laughs> so then Peskin calls over his dog, and then the dog ends up going to Jack. So he's like standing in front of Jack, like smelling Jack, and Peskin's like, "Do you know who that dog is, Jack?" And Jack's like, I don't know who he is at all. <laughs> like I've never seen him in my life.
1: <laughs> Do you know this dog, sir?"
0: So we get like the background is all young actor or extras, and uh, that probably would have been fun to be in that scene. Cause you're with a lot of the main cast. Yeah, yeah, that would have been fun. And um,
1: do you think they all like jumped in the pool after they were finished shooting that scene? Like everybody, let's get wet.
0: I doubt it. (laughs) They're boring because they probably needed them for like something else later in the day. But But at the end of the
1: day, when they're like, "That's a wrap," everybody go swimming. I would have been in that pool in a minute.
0: I don't know. It might have been a liability thing.
1: We'll just take the boat out.
0: jamie i doubt it they where probably... are the
1: lifeguards
0: that was probably at like 10 o'clock at night and they were like waiting around all day to do that scene you never know
1: well then they should have jumped in right after the scene then there goes my
0: all right listen Somebody anybody listening did. to us
1: that it was was an extra in that scene can you tell me did you guys jump in the pool mm-hmm. and if you didn't why the hell not
0: i would like to know as well if yeah. you listen to our podcast and you were in that scene, let us know immediately because we are so interested.
1: <laughs> right away. I need to know. And then I also have questions about some of the set.
0: <laughs> yeah. We want to know some of that, too.
1: We got some questions. Okay.
0: okay oh, okay. you know who messaged me back recently? Ooh. Bessie. Nina Repetta. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She responded to um, I, it was like a couple months ago. I sent her a picture that I have of her yeah. when I met her. And she made a comment about the hot rollers that were in her hair. And I just sent her like a nice comment back and she like hearted it. But that was it. I,
1: th-
0: I was like, I think she thinks I'm like a creep.
1: <laughs> nah. I don't,
0: I don't know. I was like sort of hinting at her possibly coming on and like talking to us. But um, she seems very busy. <laughs> so I don't like, know. That's
1: a hard pass. I don't got time for you. <laughs> small potato podcast
0: look she's been i think she's been on uh, a way smaller podcast than ours before so
1: fair, fair, fair. and
0: her son is like uh a pretty in-demand actor right now like a young actor he's in like everything who's her son um his name is banks Repetta. he was in the black phone oh he was I've in never Heard of it? oh my god the black phone with ethan in a hair movie the horror yeah did you say? Well, there's
1: my problem, Steven.
0: <laughs> no, it's a really good movie. You should watch it. It's on uh, Peacock. Um, he was in the Black Phone. He was in this movie called The Devil All the Time with Tom Holland. That's on Netflix. That's a really good movie. I would recommend that movie.
1: It's got Tom Holland in it.
0: Oh, I love Tom Holland. I think yeah. he is so fucking cute. Um, But it's anyway, easy. he's he's in a lot of things. So he's acting his butt off. She must be so proud. But yeah. Anyway, so we get the we get the opening credits. We're back and we're back in the high school. We hear over the uh, PA system someone says. Um, so then we hear someone over the PA system calling a bunch of students to Peskin's office, and obviously our three main guys are part of that group because now it's going to be. Look, I've never seen the movie The Usual Suspects, which I'm assuming what this episode is based off of. Like it's mm-hmm. sort of like like an homage to that movie. Um, but Pacey, Jack and Dawson are our usual suspects. So Peskin and Mitch are going to be uh, interrogating them for like the whole day. And they're in Peskin's office and it's, like low lighting. And they got like one bright light on them at all time. And they're like trying to find out where they were the previous day. It's funny.
1: It reminded me of one of those like black and white PI movies, you know, or like detective movies, only it wasn't in black and white, but it was just a dark room with like one bright light right above your head.
0: (laughs) I wrote, now we're in a crime noir. (laughs) Sort of like the episode where they were talking about noir movies last season with Eve when she was like skulking around people's houses.
1: Yeah, like a weirdo
0: yeah
1: i think she's hunting oh my god you should see how she's like propped up on this plant but she's looking for something there's no way she's going to try to sleep like that she's upside down but she's totally relaxed so i mean well, whatever dude this reptile she's gonna be the she to make me crazy until i can get everything the way that needs to be i'm gonna be so like paranoid <laughs> She, paranoid i'm like a mom like a brand new mom constantly checking on their child make sure they're not suffocating to death oh, i
0: goodness. think she's okay Cheney. i just
1: want her to thrive okay that's what i, I that's think all I she want. Will.
0: I, I think i think if anything you're good at that type of thing <laughs> so don't be overbearing to your chameleon <laughs> she might leave you <laughs> <if> <laughs> <you're overbearing>. no <laughs> All right, we got to get this done, Jamie. Sorry, you're
1: right. Keep going. You're
0: like crazy. I can't take that. (laughs) (laughs) You're poor pets.
1: (laughs) I wish you could see this.
0: I'm good. I'm like watching you watch it. It's making me nervous.
1: (laughs) Mm. Oh, she's making me nervous. I don't want her to fall. I mean, I don't think she would, but I don't want to. I don't know, sit there like that all night.
0: Then she'll probably move. Um. Peskin tells Pacey that process of elimination has made him one of the lucky three that he considers a suspect. So he tells Pacey that there's an easy way to do this and a hard way. So Pacey denies it and he says he'll take the easy way. Um, So now it's Dawson who's shocked. He's even a suspect. So like it cuts from Pacey and then like they do like a like um, a pan over the screen and we get Dawson. He's sitting there now and then they do the same thing. And then it's Jack. So like they're constantly doing this like, you know, funny way. of Yeah. So Dawson's like, I'm shocked I'm even um, a suspect. And Mitch tells him that he would never think that Dawson would do something like this, but they have no choice but to bring him in. So then they cut to Jack and he says the dog fingered him, which I thought was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's all he says. And then (laughs) they cut to Mitch telling Pacey that they're on his side. But they have to get to the bottom of this mystery, and circumstances require that they at least consider him a possible suspect. And then Dawson says, well, what circumstances would they be? And Mitch says, well, given that you're my son, you would have access to my master keys to the school, which puts you on the short list. So Peskin tells Pacey that everyone is aware of the late vessel True Love. True Love. He has this funny way of talking. And he says it it gave him access to the marine storage at the Yacht Club, which is where Peskin's boat was. And Peskin says his boat was taken between 10 a.m. and noon. And he just needs the boys to tell him where they were and who they were with yesterday morning. So we cut to Jack. He's uh, knocking on Jen's door. He has flowers. And Jen answers. And um, she comes out. She's like still asleep. And she says, is this a dream where you're a heterosexual?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I laughed at that. I thought that was really funny
0: but he says that the flowers are for grams and he has something way better for her. And Jack tells her that he got her out of community service. She doesn't have to pick up trash on the side of the road with drew anymore, but she gets to teach Wee soccer with him or coach Wee soccer. So she's like, Jack, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do this. And I was like, Jen, just take it.
1: Yeah. That's a lot easier than picking up trash off the side of a highway.
0: And she gets to like be with her best friend, like, yeah, you know, exactly. So he's like, come on. Like he even like whines to her. He's like, I need you ever since Andy left. I've been barely getting by. So then she finally agrees. And he tells her that he'll be back to pick her up at 1245. She's like, where are you going? I can make us eggs. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I have to meet Drew at the hardware store. And Jen's unhappy, And Jack says, it's a karma thing. And then he leaves.
1: (laughs) It's a karma thing. Maybe that's what it should be. It's a karma thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a karma thing.
1: It's a karma thing.
0: All right. So now we're back in Peskin's office. And he's telling Pacey that uh, he needs to tell him every single thing that he did yesterday. And Pacey says, yesterday, where was I? Mm -hmm. So then we cut to the previous day. And he's out front of the police station making out with Joey. And they're like pdaing all over that squad car (laughs) like
1: they weren't against the squad car they were against pacey's truck
0: oh whatever they were pdaing all over that truck (laughs) (laughs) she's like hey pace and then she kisses his nose which totally grossed me out and she tells him that he's a pushover and he says he's not a pushover he just felt the need to explore his options so pacey shadowing doug on uh like his day as
1: a patrol i have no idea what they call it but basically he's getting into the patrol car with dougie to see what his day is like on a normal day
0: because he said something about he took an aptitude test
1: he did i I vaguely remember them taking aptitude tests i I could have sworn that was in a previous episode i don't think i'm making that up no law enforcement was what he got
0: yeah yeah. and then
1: we remember because they made like a big joke about it because he's like oh, fucking law <laughs> because <I've ever> <laughs> of his brother and his father
0: yeah so he's like well don't you think I'd look sexy in a uniform and he's like kissing her neck like they're so sexual it's so crazy to me like for teenage oh. Oh. <laughs> and she's like well that's besides the point so then we see Doug come out of the station and Joey like gives Joey waves at him like this hey Doug <laughs> and uh, Pacey says, well, kiss me goodbye before I hit the rough and tumble asphalt jungle. So she kisses him again, and she says, I'll pray for you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Joey says to Doug, straighten out this punk for me, will ya? And Pacey says, straight isn't in Doug's vocabulary. <laughs> and Doug just takes it. It's <laughs> like, never gets old. The gay jokes with Doug, Deputy doggy, who, by the way, is so freaking cute. Like,
1: he is. his jawline, like, uh yeah.
0: Dylan, at that. Neil, man could- Very handsome guy. Like, really.
1: He was very good looking.
0: All right, so now we're back at Peskin's office, and Dawson asks Mitch why he's staring at him like that, because Mitch is just staring at him. And Mitch says, because he just remembered that uh, Dawson wasn't home when he woke up yesterday morning. And Dawson's like, which proves that I kidnapped Chester. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, aren't you guys working this whole NYPD blue angle a little hard? So then we cut to Dawson's previous day. And... We see that gal is giving him a ride that morning, dropping him off at Brooks's house. Mr. Brooks! (laughs) And um, gal's like, get home as soon as you can because um, you got to find Mitch's car keys. Because Dawson lost Mitch's car keys. And at this point, still watching it, I'm like, oh, that's a weird plot point. (laughs) Why is she talking? I was like, it's just- well, they asked
1: for his play-by-play on his day, and this was part of his day. So
0: I know, I know, but I was just—it still wasn't connecting with me, Jake.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, I was like, it's car keys. So then, um, she just wants him to find them before Mitch finds out. So Brooks comes out, and he's like, "I've got a study that needs to be organized." And Dawson's like, "Well, if you need me to do that, you need to pay me." He's like, "I need compensation now," and he's like, "No." no way in fucking hell dawson leary am i paying you <laughs> <laughs> and dawson's like look you old fart i painted your house and your fence and your fucking boat is fixed now he's like my debt is paid anything after that i need to be compensated and brooke says fine but i'll pay you what you're worth very little <laughs> so now we cut to jack you're telling- so
1: good at that steven <laughs> I. you kind of sound like the Grinch
0: I did this I
1: would be the perfect Grinch
0: I only wanted to do this podcast so I could make fun of Grams and Mr. Brooks at some point
1: I just want to embody their personalities
0: they were always my favorite part of the show <laughs>
1: We waited until we met Grahams and then we could not wait until this season to meet this guy just so huh. Steve can do his impersonations.
0: I was like, finally, another old person I can imitate <laughs> By the way, did you see that thing I posted with Michelle Williams winning that uh, Spirit award at the Gotham Award or whatever? She gives Mary Beth Peel, aka Grahams, such a like a really nice shout out for how she's evolved as an actress. I, I posted it. You should watch it. It's really, really good. Okay. Check it out. Um, it and it made me really, really love Michelle Williams because she was giving so much respect to playing this part on this teen drama when she was a kid mm-hmm. and uh like giving a lot of that respect to Mary Beth Peel. And it made me kind of emotional watching it. So I, I was like, it's good to see that these actors still know where they came from, you know, because yeah, she's yes. she's like in a Steven Spielberg movie right now.
1: Oh, back to your roots, yeah, yeah your root, I, root, I root, really root. really
0: appreciated that and she looks really she looked really cute. um so now we cut to Jack telling Peskin that he was doing a chem project with Drew and he had to meet him at the hardware store. So now we cut to Jack and Drew at the hardware store. and Drew tells Jack he's like, I'm touched by the way you've reached out to me lately. He's like, it's so moving. And I was like, is he being serious? And then, I felt like he kind of was like he he was being kind of genuine and he says you know i thought you held me partly responsible for this whole mess with andy by the way missed andy a lot in this episode i really did i was like she's gone she's gone so jack's like oh whatever you want to go grab that paint (laughs) he's just like
1: yeah come on like that wasn't your first clue where he's like oh yeah my sister almost died but you know no hard feelings
0: right (laughs) he just blew it off (laughs) what come on
1: that wasn't your first red flag sir
0: Drew's just like, what paint? And Jack's like, Drew, where where are you? or whatever. And he's like, um, go grab the paint for the project that we're doing. So then he hands Drew a shopping basket and he's like, All you need to do is just go take this up to the counter. And Drew's like, Well, why can't you do it? And Jack tells him because one of the uh the goalie nets is broken on the field and he needs to um fix it. So he's going to buy some net to fix the goalie net. Yeah. 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 And he's like, if I don't do it, nobody will. Andrew's like it must be weird being selfless and jack just like he's like whatever <laughs> he's like really nobody else will do it i have to do it
1: <laughs> you know it's so funny too because they made such a like you purposely said yeah i gotta go buy net to fix the goalie the goalie post right and then in the next scene where they're at the soccer field it's still broken
0: i know there's like well, a no, kid were...
1: tangled in it
0: oh no i thought jen was helping him fix it
1: was that her tangled in the net? Because I thought it was a kid tangled in the net.
0: No, she falls at one point. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jen.
1: <laughs> I thought it was
0: a kid. Because he, he even gets annoyed at her.
1: I was she- so focused on Jack that I only saw a body tangled in the net. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> I <didn't>, Jen. <laughs> I didn't see whose body it was.
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so now Peskin asks Pacey where he went with Doug. And Pacey's like, where do you think? <laughs> so then they cut to River Dog's Donuts. <laughs> They're sitting in a booth eating donuts. And Doug is listening to his radio. Um, so Pacey's like shaking his head in disbelief. And Doug says, Don't judge a book by its prologue, wise ass. There's plenty more coming up fast, more than any episode of Cops could teach you. Believe you me. <laughs> I hate when people say believe you me. <laughs> so stupid.
1: I'm like I always have to break that sentence down. Believe you me.
0: Yeah, believe you me. Why believe can't they just me? say believe me? Yeah, or you you really should believe me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like we took out a lot of words in that sentence and just like
0: It's like old timey talk. Believe you me, sir.
1: <laughs> aye, aye, Captain.
0: <laughs> it's something Brooks would say. Believe you me, sir. Wait, that's on his voice. <laughs> believe you me, you little punk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: go take out my trash
0: yeah so they're like both shoving donuts down their throats and i was like now i want a donut and pacey says all right well i'm gonna brace myself for that so then um we cut to dawson saying that he spent the rest of the morning alone in brooks's study so we cut to a scene where he's in the study and it's just a mess and it's all dusty and honestly i don't think this man would have had this room looking like this at all because he's very like uh O C D. Yeah, he yeah. seems like very like yeah. Until it gets to
1: his old dusty room of men uh you know, whatever.
0: Memorabilia. Yeah. So Dawson opens up a yearbook and we see a picture of a young teenage Brooks, Albert something, I. It, I don't remember what his middle name was. It's a it's an I though.
1: I'm trying to think of names that start with I.
0: I wouldn't say Ivan, but that doesn't sound right.
1: Indigo Irvin.
0: Maybe it's Irvin. Hold on, let me double check it. There's a website, like a Dawson's Creek Wikipedia that um, knows everything.
1: I feel like Irvin's an old-timey name.
0: Irvin sounds familiar.
1: Steve Irwin. (laughs) I don't know. That's not an I,
0: though. Oh, he died in 2009. Harv Presnell, who plays Brooks, he passed away in 2009. That's so sad. Hold on. It's the Dawson's Creek wiki. A.I. Brooks, Mr. Brooks...
1: We we will never know.
0: No, it's gonna drive me nuts now. Oh, (laughs) Arthur Isaac Brooks.
1: Isaac. Yeah. Ivan.
0: Isaac. Isaac. Right. Well, now we know. AI Brooks. AI Brooks over here. Arthur
1: Isaac, my future child's name. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding.
0: Um. So yeah, Dawson opens up the yearbook and he sees this picture of Brooks as a teenager. And underneath his picture, uh, he writes that he wishes to become a Hollywood filmmaker. And Dawson's like, What the fuck? <laughs> I have so much in common with this old bastard. <laughs> so... <hate> your future.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> it's my future?
1: It's just the grumpy part. I'm just kidding. Oh.
0: Man, I can be grumpy. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> um, I'm not even offended. So now we cut to Mitch saying that they need to discuss Dawson's ninth grade senior pact. And Peskin's like, What what pact is that? What pact is I have to get I have to get his voice down. He's like, What pact is No, that's not him. He's like Like he's got like a big mouth and gum. What? Yeah. No.
1: Like a big wad of gum and a hard. What?
0: What pact is that? What? I can't do it. I have to hear it. I have to hear him talk and then I can do it. So Dawson's like, when he was in ninth grade, the seniors pulled a really lame prank. They graffitied the lockers and they trashed the parking lot. And he says it was really embarrassing. So he and Pacey made a pact that when their senior year rolled around, that they would pull a prank to end all pranks. And they've been talking about it for years. So Peskin's like, so it was you. (laughs) And Dawson's like, no, it wasn't. He says he and Pacey aren't exactly Butch and Sundance these days. And he didn't even remember the pact until you. And then he stops and Peskin says, what is it? And Dawson's like, well, I can tell you that I didn't do it, but I can't speak for Pacey. (laughs) I was like, wait, I was like, they're throwing him off.
1: That's the whole point of this. This whole thing was they, I have to give these boys credit for coming up with this whole master plan. Yeah, <laughs> They literally had every detail pl- planned out from down to the minute and the alibi and the questions that they knew they were going to get asked and how they were going to respond. These guys worked so well together just to get back at this kid. I loved it. I loved everything second of it
0: the final part where they are where dawson is explaining everything like step by step did kind of get a little like like over my head a little bit because i kind of got the gist of it yeah Um, it's just the schematics with the time and everything i was like i don't care (laughs) like i get it we
1: gave up on the timeline a long time ago okay yeah
0: like i don't care so now mitch is giving jack a glass of water and jack's like acting all nervous and um he says you picked jen up at 12 what time did you get to the park and jack says i don't know 135 ish so then we this is when we cut to jack trying to fix the net and um jen's there and jen gets her foot stuck in the net and then she falls <laughs> that's
1: what it was i just i saw it out of the corner of my eye but i thought it was a kid but jen's kind of small in stature so
0: yeah.
1: I just saw somebody get tangled up in the net and Jack kinda looked back and laugh and then yeah. get the little girl's attention and that's where my my I followed Jack. That's where my eyes were. Everything else was just like peripheral.
0: That's exactly what happened. She got her foot stuck in the net and she fell over and he laughs at her and he doesn't even help her up.
1: No, he just laughs at her and he's like, Hey, and I don't remember the little girl's name, but he like Molly. called her over. Molly.
0: Molly. Molly. So Molly runs over and she's like, What do you want? <laughs> like, she's kind of like a jerk, but she's, she's not.
1: sassy. I love her.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's sassy. Uh, Jack offers her the goalie position and uh, she's like, As in, take it or leave it. And she says, Thank you, but no thank you. And he's confused. She's like, I just want to stay uh, left halfback. I like left halfback. I want to stay left halfback. And I was like, I don't even know what position that is in soccer. I
1: don't know. I don't. Uh... I don't, I don't speak soccer.
0: So she runs off, and then Jen's like, You know, I really like that kid. She reminds me of me at that age. And Jack says, Molly knows that if he puts her in as a goalie, the boys will torture her out of spite. And Jen says, Because kids like Molly and myself usually go for the other alternative, the one with the least opportunity for embarrassment rather than glory. And she says, Unless you get us really pissed off, <laughs> then you'll see the savage part of me. She won't talk to you for weeks until you're in front of her house with a sign saying, Jen Lindley, please make up with me.
1: <laughs> and then and then you cheat on her and dump her somewhere yeah. later.
0: Yeah, then you cheat on her off screen. <laughs> <laughs> um so then Peskin slams his fist fist on the desk and he's talking to Pacey. And he says his boat was removed sometime between twelve thirty p.m. and five fifteen. And he says the records show that Pacey is the only senior who has access to that particular warehouse. And Pacey's like, "What records?" And Peskin says, "I'm the one asking the questions. Oh, I'm the I'm the one asking the question. I have to do it. I can't do his voice because I have to hear him. But he's like, he has like a very weird way of speaking,
1: <laughs> like he's chewing
0: gum." Yeah. yeah western
1: <laughs> now he's, he's like one of those old detective movies you know they, they all kind of had like this weird cadence no they had like this weird way that they spoke i feel yeah. like in like those old 50s movies like,
0: i don't i know exactly the way that
1: they, they like enunciated things was just very different
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> like you,
1: mean. you want the moon i'll fly you the moon. let me just throw a lasso around and pull it th-. you know what i mean like <laughs> you know (laughs) i don't even remember all the words but you know what i'm saying yeah they always had like this like like they had chewing tobacco in their mouth they probably did i mean
0: yeah i know they always
1: had had like a wad of something in their mouth i bet you it was probably chewing tobacco that was like a big thing then
0: it's it's um the name of the dialogue dialect it's like the north atlantic something they always call it that it's exactly how grams talks yeah yeah
1: we'll leave it to our regions and everybody's saying things a little weird but But that's everybody that's i don't know why
0: though i don't know why they had actors talking like that because you know they didn't really speak like that like they probably left this the stage where they were filming and they went home and they were like i can't fucking do this (laughs) like they got normal i
1: gotta spit out this spit in my mouth
0: (laughs) They got me chewing on gum all day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a lot of it
1: stuck in my cheek. Yeah, no, that's probably your tobacco.
0: <laughs> Peskin, yeah, Principal Peskin is like, he, he does this thing with his mouth where he's talking, like, so, where? I got gum in
1: my mouth. Oh, I so, know exactly so, who so, did so. it. You want the moon? I'll take a lasso and throw it around the moon and bring it to you. <laughs> I'll
0: have, have to find like a funny clip on YouTube or something and post it. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we were talking about in this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about this movie, you know, but it's a classic, so.
0: So Pacey says, fine, I'll talk, but it's going to be deathly boring. So we cut to Pacey in the squad car with Doug. They're sitting in a speed trap, and Doug has his radar gun, speed radar gun, and... Pacey asks him if he ever wonders what he did with his life. He says at best are the Barney Fife of this Podunk town. And Doug's like, like, do you have a point? This is when Pacey really annoyed me. I know everybody fucking loves Pacey Witter, but he was so rude to Doug. And I The only I was so- reason
1: why Pacey did this is because he needed an alibi and he was going to question, you know, a police officer that he was riding along with. Yeah, he but really want to be there, and he's always a dick. They're always a dick to each other, so like, I really didn't care.
0: But he was just mean to Doug for no reason. I didn't like it. So Pacey realizes that he probably hurt Doug's feelings, and he says, no, there's no point. He says he's just a little disconcerted by it all. And we cut to Dawson confirming that at 12, he was still at Brooks, but he left by 1230. Because we see Gretchen pull up, and she honks, and he comes running out of Brooks's house. And Brooks is like, Where do you think you're going? <laughs> Dawson's like, I'm done for the day. And Brooks says, You think you can just take my money and wander off to go spoon with your girlfriend? Then you're sadly mistaken. And Dawson's like, She's not my girlfriend. <laughs> and Gretchen's like, I'm not his girlfriend. <laughs> He's he calls well. her a
1: floozy, and that's
0: I know.
1: Like, <laughs> look at these old timey words. He's just sitting there calling her a floozy.
0: <laughs> you know, I was surprised he didn't say it in front of her. Like I
1: know.
0: <laughs> with your with your floozy, <laughs>
1: your lady friend. Yeah,
0: oh my gosh. I was, this shit.
1: I was waiting for him to drop the hussy word.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Could you imagine with your little slut?
1: A skank ass hoe. <laughs> I
0: know wait you're spending all your time with your slut ass ho. <laughs> <laughs> well he tells him that if he's not back within three hours he's not getting paid you're not getting paid so he's like whatever so gretchen tells him that gal was stuck at the restaurant so that's why she's picking him up and he's like oh so i'm a favor and she's like i didn't say that for being like flirty everything's super quick in this episode like Everything is, like, scene by scene with these three main characters, and we're getting an idea of what, from their point of view, what they did that day.
2: What transpired.
0: But yes. it's not necessarily completely the truth, because we find out later what happened.
1: I <laughs> it's the truth, but they're omitting parts of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now we cut to Jack, and he says, Jen's insight into the 10-year-old psyche seemed valid. And he starts saying that he wasn't ready to give up a Molly playing goalie. (laughs) Like he's telling Peskin and Mitch this. I wasn't ready to give up a Molly playing goalie yet. (laughs) He's so genuine. So um, Jack asks Molly. We're on the field now. And Jack asks Molly if um, she got any orange wedges. And she says one. But Billy took the other one and smashed it into the ground. Jack says, yeah, Billy's a jerk. Molly says, just wait till I'm 17 and hot. I'll regret messing with me. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's a good thing having an older sister, Carolyn. <laughs> or Caroline. <laughs> you did remember that was her older sister, right? Nope. That was the lady who hit on Jack.
1: Yeah. Nope. I mean, she looked kind of familiar with the hair, but she <laughs> was so like reserved. I could have sworn it was her mom.
0: I don't know why they made not didn't make her the mom. I unless it was just They wanted to make her old enough to not make it as creepy to flirt with Jack. I don't know, but
1: yeah, true, maybe. But young moms happened. She could have just been a milf. I don't know. So (laughs) did they not have milfs back then, or they just cougars? Like I don't know.
0: (laughs) I think Gal's a milf. I don't think I don't think Gal's a milf in this episode because they have her dressed like fucking like an old lady. It's weird.
1: Leave Gal alone.
0: And. When Gail had long hair, she was so sexy. But they did this short chop on her hair, and it makes her look so much older than she is. Have you seen what Mary Margaret Hume looks like now? Oh my God! I mean, I we follow her on the on the Instagram page. She looks so good. Like I don't know what she's doing. Get a
1: girl. Get a girl. Get that yoga. Do it.
0: <laughs> Get it, girl.
1: Get a girl.
0: Get a girl. Get it. Get up. So. Get it. Jack tells her that it doesn't matter if she's 17 or 45. These guys aren't going to respect you unless you make them. And she's like, Jack, how the fuck do I do that? I'm 10 years old. <laughs> and he says, you got to prove it to yourself. So then we cut to uh Molly's older sister, Caroline, who wants to bang Jack, just staring at them talking. <laughs> I They did like this quick scan, right? And I go, is that Caroline? <laughs> is she in this episode? <laughs> and... Um, uh, he tells her that if she believes that she's just as good as they are, then the rest will just take care of itself. So she's like, You still looking for a goalie, Jack? And um, he's like, Yeah, what you want to do it now, Molly? And she says, She'll do it. She's like, But you know, I know you just pulled a fast one on me, but I'll let it slide because you're right. <laughs> and he's like, Just bring it. <laughs> I was like, Don't be rude to her. You just, you got what you wanted. <laughs> 10 year olds
1: are sassy, man.
0: You manipulated a little girl into becoming the goalie. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Sassy malassy.
0: You know what, I, Jamie? You know what I like about what we do? Hmm. I just have to say this. I appreciate that we don't take this show so fucking seriously. Oh, no. no. And we understand that it was filmed in the 90s or the early 2000s. And things weren't so like uh, PC and woke as they are now. And we don't look at a situation where a grown-up like Jack was trying to manipulate a kid into being a goalie as like the patriarch trying to control like like little kids and like females in general. Oh, whatever. You know what
1: I, mean? I think he's I, just trying to get her more involved. And sometimes you just got to push him a little. I think for your goals, do what you want.
0: No, I think that's but that's besides that's besides my point. I just like that we don't, that we're not like, we don't have our heads up our asses and we're not like pretending that we are like fucking, I don't know, like, like we're trying to be better people by not, by doing the things they did wrong on this show. I listened to a podcast today and they were talking about a book from the 90s. And the one person reviewing the book made a comment about how he hates how, um, men write women like how he was writing this female character like he knew exactly like who she was and all this stuff like he knew like what what females went through and and i was like is he fucking seriously talking about this right now i said it's a fucking fear street book it's a book from like the early 90s where and every character this this author writes about is a female like there's very rarely a guy uh main character in his books and he's writing it from like a point of view of like a teenage teenager in the 90s it's not like it, it's not going to be any different if you're reading it now than if you read it back then like why are you so upset the, about that the,
1: the difference is so funny that you brought that up since we're going to talk about books for a second um in my experience only very few men can actually write women it's different when it's a preteen kid book right but well, soon this is again, like
0: this is like a YA teen you know
1: yeah but that's a little different but when you start talking about like adult content and men trying to write women
0: that i understand
1: it's bad men have no clue what they're doing
0: (laughs) okay that's different because that wasn't what was happening uh in the podcast but i totally agree with you i yeah i don't think any man should be writing about like women and their sexual experiences or what a sexual experience should not
1: unless they like have credible references, you know, he can help them get through something like that. Otherwise, which they they should be doing
0: if that's what they want to write about.
1: Right, exactly.
0: But I said they're talking about a horror book from the nineties that is so silly. Like you don't have to care if it's a, a, a man writing a female perspective. She's like 15 years old and it's not like they don't talk about anything serious like about her going through getting or like period or anything like that or sex or those those books aren't like that at all I said what the fuck did he want from this book I'm like talking to myself as I'm listening to this I was like what the fuck did he want from this and us just talking about this show and how just stupid it is sometimes but we still like love it Mm -hmm. it's just we just take it for what it is I'm not trying to go back in time and say like every little thing that they're doing is like disgusting like even when they talk about like they're homophobic i'll bring that up but i'm like but that's how it was back then like i can't fault them for that they were just stupid and ignorant you know because i watched it back then and probably laughed at it yeah but i can't like be mad at it because you can't change it you can only just get better but like just like my whole point is don't take everything so fucking serious it's just a fucking book or a show from like whatever i don't get it i was like i got so annoyed at it when i was listening to it i was like all right i gotta turn this off (laughs) anyway back to the show so (laughs) jamie's falling asleep
1: sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry
0: um so now we're back at dawson's house and uh we see drew waiting outside for him and gretchen drops dawson off and she says you know i can't help but hear the dark vader theme whenever i see that guy and dawson's like i'm just trying to make an effort and gretchen's like why and he says it's kind of a karmic decision
1: (laughs) back again with karma
0: so drew says something to dawson about him being nice and we find out that they saw a movie together and then they got a burger and um
1: they had a bromance date
0: (sighs) yeah they were like hanging out but drew's really there to drop off mitch's keys And Dawson's like, oh, man, I'm so thankful, so grateful. So then Drew just mentions again that he appreciates that Dawson reached out to the new kid. He's like, you know, what goes around comes around. And Dawson says, that is so true, Drew. That is so true. (laughs) So now we cut the Pacey and Doug walking down an old historic street in Wilmington, North Carolina, which I'm pretty sure I walked down at one point. And Pacey's like, what are we doing here? And Doug says, someone stole a dog, but it's an important dog. Even at this point, I didn't even figure out that they were looking for the dog, Chester.
1: Neither did I until they pointed (laughs) it out.
0: (laughs) I was like, what are they doing looking for a dog? So Isn't that the
1: fire department's job? No, that's finding a cat out
0: of a tree. I'm sorry. No. Oh, no, it would be the fire department, right? That would probably be
1: animal control for the police. (laughs) Firemen take cats out of trees.
0: Well, apparently it's Doug's (laughs) <laughs> job to lord straight Do- or lost talks
1: it's doug yeah doug he does it all
0: um so pacey makes another snarky comment and doug gets upset again and pacey's like oh don't tell me you're still angry over that whole wasting your life shtick i only sort of meant it and doug says i want you to listen to me very closely because i'm only going to say this one time if you ever in your life care about anything as much as i care about being an officer of this town i will be shocked If you ever in your life are as good at anything as I am at being an officer in this town, I will be shocked. If you ever in your life presume to judge me again, so help me God, I will beat the ugly right out of you. And I went, oh, my God, Doug. (laughs) So hot. (laughs) (laughs) So Pacey's just like, oh, I think I really upset him because we see his face and he's like, yikes. Strike two. Yeah, <laughs> strike two. Strike two. Strike three. You're out. <laughs> You're on thin ice.
1: <laughs> but don't um, get it, because you know, mighty ducks. <laughs> <Make a mess. laughs>
0: that was funny <laughs> you did the show. I was like, "Where's the joke?" <laughs> served it up <laughs> on a silver platter
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <Lo siento. laughs> oh,
0: all right so now we hear peskin ask pacey about the dog they're looking for and peskin says so the dog are looking for So the dog, (laughs) I can't do it. So the dog you're looking for is the one you're suspected of having taken. And Pacey tells Mitch, he's a sane and reasonable man. And it's obvious that he's not responsible for this whole fiasco. Because he's like, why would I be looking for a dog that you're telling me I took? Right, right. right. He's like, so why are we still here? And Peskin says, because 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 I'm never going to try to stop talking like him. Um, He says, because a fresh detail came about and they need to discuss every detail of this. So then Pacey says, you discussed my ninth grade pact with Dawson, didn't you? And Peskin says, oh, you remember, I see. And Pacey says, of course I do. It was my idea. He says, but Dawson is trying to implicate me to get the focus off him. So Peskin says, if Dawson is guilty of anything, they'll nail him too. Justice will nail you.
1: (laughs) They're so, so aggressive about it We're gonna nail you to the
0: wall I know So we see Dawson lift up his heavy head of hair And says How are we still here doing this His hair is super long in this by the way Yeah it is And Peskin says that the school was trespassed on After 5.30 when the cleaning crew went home There were no signs of forced entry Which means this was an inside job And even Mitch is falling asleep at this point <laughs> Dawson tells Mitch That he was home last night you saw me he's like you saw me dad and he says at 10 p.m he says just tell us about the prior five hours so now dawson's back at brooks so brooks tells him that he's surprised to see him back and dawson says you shouldn't i work here so then brooks tells him i don't think so <laughs> dawson says uh, i thought we had an agreement we did you broke it you're fired <laughs> dawson's like on what grounds <laughs> y'all you were playing footsie with your floozy when you were supposed to be doing a job. I guess I forgot. You're just a hormonal adolescent. <laughs> and Dawson's like, what do you hope to gain by insulting my friend? I don't give a damn about you or your lady, but I do care about having my generosity taken advantage of. <laughs> so then Dawson loses his mind. He's like, look, just because you're all alone, your life is full of abandoned dreams does not give you the license to inflict your pain on me. <laughs> And he's like, how dare you presume to understand me? Who I am, where I've been, what I've done. Now get the hell out of here. He's like, fine. And he slams the door open all dramatically. But Brooks is like clearly upset too. And Dawson leaves. So now Jack's back in the hot seat. They're asking where he was after 530. And Jack says, we're at our first playoff game. We see Jen. They're back on the field. And Jen says, Jackers, militant peewee parents, two o'clock and this is when the like group of fathers come over to jack and try to intimidate him
1: bushy eyebrow guy
0: bushy eyebrow guy named gus he's telling jack that um if he puts molly in his goalie instead of kip which i guess is his son probably they're gonna fire jack and he's like you know jack uh i was one of the parents who kept my mouth shut when alarming details of your life came to light and i was like jack Fucking yeah, say something! Yeah. Like, why are you not saying something?
1: Stand up for yourself.
0: He makes that face again, where he just like looks away, like he's scared. So Jack's being bullied and blackmailed, and Jack's he's mad. So then Jen like struts over and she says, oh looks like Pat Buchanan's posse." <laughs> so I had to look up Pat Buchanan, and uh he's just a hardcore Republican. So now Mitch says, "Wait, you couldn't find the dog." So your brother made you get in the back of the car? I'm confused. So now we're back with Pacey. And Pacey's like, yeah, I was confused too. So Doug picks up someone at the grocery store and he's sitting in the front seat and um, Pacey realizes that Doug was giving giving him a ride home because he was blind. So uh, Pacey gets out of the car and he's just staring at Doug. And Doug's like, what are you looking at me like that for? Pacey's like, no reason. Um. But obviously pacey's like understanding that doug actually like is doing important things for his community as a police officer
1: yeah it just didn't look like it at first
0: yeah so now we're back with dawson um he says he he went back to brooks house he couldn't believe he was back there dawson tells brooks that he found his high school yearbook and that they both have the same dream of becoming a filmmaker oh <gasps> Dawson says, it's scared the hell out of me because I don't ever want to be the kind of person who pushes everything and everyone away. I don't want to be alone. And I know that you don't want to be alone either. He's like, You can't get rid of me, Mr. Brooks. I'm back. <laughs> You're stuck with me for life. <laughs> Brooks just is like, Okay. He doesn't even say anything. <laughs> He's like, Get back to cleaning my study.
1: <laughs> get to work. You grateful youth.
0: He's like, now, then come and have some dinner. <laughs> like, make some dinner again.
1: Erwin <laughs> is spelled with an I.
0: <laughs> is that what you're looking up?
1: It was bothering me.
0: <laughs> what did you think it was spelled like?
1: I don't know. I thought I, and then I was like, maybe it's an E. And i I'm like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, Ir- I mean, I'm sure you could spell it with an E if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, but it's not. An
0: I, I was spelled with an I. <sighs> All right. let me clear my throat
1: (laughs) have mercy babe i hope you don't mind let me clear my throat
0: (laughs) what did you eat at the wedding by the way
1: what did i eat at the wedding
0: i kept meaning to ask you what you ate and i kept forgetting
1: I ate food. I ate like ev- I ate a little bit of everything. I was like, I "Yep, give me food. that. Yep, give me that. Yeah, I'll take that too. That looks good." Uh, the mac and cheese was like the bomb.com, Man, it was so good. <laughs> it was good, it was good. I was like, "This mac and cheese, what they put on this shit, it's so good."
0: Oh my god, yeah, mac it sounds good.
1: Amazing. Um, but yeah, it was good.
0: Good. It was so good. Um, I remember we went to one of Justin's family's weddings, and they, it was like a big wedding and they did you know the apps part beforehand yeah and it was like an hour or something and i ate so many apps by the time we sat down i didn't want to eat anything but there was so much fucking food at that party ugh i'll never forget that it was fancy
1: yeah this was really <laughs> cute wedding you know what i mean like there's a little outside section if you wanted to go outside and there was a little fire and um inside it was it's a barn you know what i mean it was like a legit barn that they kind of like
0: They probably use it for weddings all the time.
1: Yeah, they do. They do. It was so pretty. We had, like, candles everywhere, and there was, uh, like, the string lights up at the top hanging from, like, the beams that are going across the bar. There was, like, high hat lights, like, way up, but it was all real low lighting. Uh, Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like, the centerpieces were really simple. Actually, I have one.
0: When we were talking about getting married, that was actually, like, um, I we talked about.
1: I would love a barn wedding, yeah
0: you want to get married in a barn
1: let's get married steven well we do
0: have that pack still so. Yeah. <laughs> <If> <laughs> i can't
1: find anybody worth a damn then you know
0: <laughs> you and me kiddo you and
1: me kiddo we got this you me and dupree
0: <laughs> all right back to the show so now Jack says they won the game with Molly as goalie. But the bully parents go up to Jack and they're like, do you understand soccer, Jack? And he's like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah,
1: yeah, we just won a game. I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: they're like, you know, you put her in as the goalie, but she let three uh, go in net so they've got three against them and they count against them in future matches what the fuck ever i don't, I don't
1: really, really get it when he was trying to explain it i'm like listen so i don't like watch soccer or football or <laughs> football. football whatever you want to call it football right?
0: you know football. The, you know the uh, european way to say it. Yeah. football <laughs>
1: <laughs> football <laughs> You know football. I don't know. They like the football. It's a ball with that you kick with your foot. So I get it, right? But you just call it soccer here in the states. Uh-huh. Right. But like I don't, I don't know the rules. All I know is you take the ball and you want to get it in your opponent's net. So I don't understand why points would count against you in a game that doesn't even happen yet. Like that doesn't make any sense. They counted against you in this game. Why would it carry over? Like the game is over now. That's the points are I like... the points are determined. Yeah what does that even mean this guy is just like i mean all right do we have any soccer fans (laughs) could somebody explain the rules like i don't feel like googling this
0: i was gonna say we could just google this
1: (laughs) i don't i don't care enough to google i just want someone to tell me what this carryover point
0: thing means because what because apparently kip would have done a better job than molly but molly still won the game
1: He was just a grumpy old dad that wanted his son to be the goalie and was a little piffed that a girl took his son's spot.
0: I don't understand how they can fire him, though. He's working for the, like, the town, you know? You wanna say? I don't know. Jamie, if that happened to me, I would have been like, fucking discrimination. You can't fire me for the reasons that you're firing me. And because they're blatantly, like, homophobic towards them. Yeah, but
1: I mean think about the times i mean were people paying that close attention to that kind of discrimination and the uh
0: yeah it was very different back then but yeah now i would do it because it's you know you can't you can't like bully people for who they are you know that's disgusting so they literally bully jack and they tell him that he's fired basically and jack gets upset and we we see little molly crying she thinks well, yeah, this poor little
1: girl thinks it's her fault. She missed some goals, and all of a sudden, her coach that she actually kind of liked is now no longer her coach.
0: Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Also, I wrote down that I had the same pants that Jack was wearing, and I really miss those clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so now Pacey says that it was a little after 9 p.m. when they got the call and headed out to the boatyard. So now we're at the boatyard. With Doug and Pacey. They go to open up the gate because Pacey has the code. And inside, guess who they find?
1: the hell's his name?
0: Drew. They find Drew, James. (laughs)
1: That's it. (laughs) You know, blue eyes.
0: He says he got an anonymous phone call about a missing boat. And then he called the police, which is why Doug is there. And Doug says that they also received an anonymous phone call 20 minutes before Drew's call. So now Doug thinks Drew stole the boat. And Drew says... Do you see a boat on me, man? You can frisk me if you want. You'd probably like that. He says, come on, let's do the man dance. And Doug isn't laughing. I was like.
1: He's such a jerk.
0: What the fuck is a man dance?
1: I have no idea.
0: <laughs> I never heard that.
1: Let's do the man dance.
0: So Drew's like, all right, well, I guess I'm done here. Because I don't remember what happens at the end, why he was there. I totally he forgot.
1: said that um, his mom got a call.
0: Right, and he was there checking
1: because his people. mom sent him.
0: Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So Pacey's like, I'm gonna go home with Drew because I want to get out of here, or whatever. And Doug's sort of like telling him not to. He's like, I thought you hate Drew, and he's like, I do, but you know, it's a karma thing and then he leaves. <laughs> it's a karma thing. Karma, 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 karma,
1: karma. Come and go. Come and go. <laughs>
0: I know what song I'm using for this episode. <laughs>
1: Ew. This is the karma episode. You hear that karma? You have your own episode. She literally stopped and just both eyes like zeroed in on me.
0: She's like, "Hey, Jamie, why don't you focus on the podcast with your podcast co-host? I
1: know. I don't like that she's moving around so much. She's supposed to be sleeping.
0: She, she doesn't understand you.
1: I know. She can't even really hear me technically. So
0: she just watches.
1: She just watches me. Was watching.
0: You're, her. you're a
1: nut. <laughs> Can I be a walnut? No, a pecan Dude. nut. I'm a candy oh pecan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an almond joy. You can,
0: you can be any nut you want. I'm just, you're a nut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not that crazy. <sighs> Only a all little right.
0: bit. Um. So then Pacey leaves and Peskin asks him where he went after and Pacey says that he asked Drew to get something to eat. He said he couldn't because he was busy. So Pacey went home and then he fell asleep. So then Peskin's like, all right, well, you can go. And Pacey doesn't believe him. And Mitch is like, Go before he changes his fucking mind. (laughs) Please leave. Please go home. So then before Pacey leaves, he gets up and he says, he doesn't think Dawson did it either. He's way too respectable to pull off that type of crime. At least not without his coaxing. He's like, he's just not that type of guy. So then we cut to Dawson and he's saying the same thing. He says, I don't think Pacey did it either. He might be cocky, but he's not an idiot. There's no way that he would jeopardize his academic foothold for what was hardly the prank to end all pranks. So then they let him go. And we cut the Mitch and he's smiling and he's like, My boys did it.
1: (laughs) Yep. I know they did it. And they just got away with it.
0: So um he asks Peskin if he's happy, and Peskin says, Yes, because I know who did it. Because I know who did it. (laughs) That's still not how he talks. (laughs) 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 Let it go. go. Oh, my God. So we cut to Drew in the office with his mother, Mrs. Valentine, <laughs> and he's being accused of of uh pulling off the prank. So Peskin's like, at 1030, you were buying paint that was used to write Class of 2001 on the sale. At 130, you dropped off Mr- Mitch's keys to Dawson, which could have easily been copied earlier that day at the hardware store. And at 930, you made your final appearance at the boatyard. And he says Drew was conveniently present at all the necessary moments, and he acquired the means and resources to do the job. And he had time to pull it all off without a hitch. So Mrs. Valentine calls him a conniving brat. She's like, I should have known after last year's ferret incident. And she's like, how about a week of suspension? And he's like, he's getting two weeks suspension and probation for the rest of the year. She literally slaps him on the back of the head.
1: Dude, so he's Drew's laughing like he's starting to laugh because he knows they got him right They he uh-huh. knows and then she slaps him in the back of the head he starts laughing a little harder like uh-huh. I'm surprised I'm pretty sure that wasn't in the script
0: I I don't think it was either but I feel like they talked about it and I don't think he knew she was gonna hit him as hard as she did
1: yeah she like she yeah.
0: like
1: whacked the back of his head I'm like that is a real mom smack right there
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was, was like- you could tell that she really slapped him. And yeah, I, and I he was
1: surprised. It. Like that was a surprise. Uh-huh. Like holy shit, that just fucking happened.
0: You could totally tell he was surprised by that too. But yeah, but he but he laughed because he could. Yeah, he, he played shocked. it off. Yeah. He played it off. I loved it. <laughs> I they should message in. him and ask him if it was really like. In Sir, the do you
1: remember this? Like thirty <laughs> years ago? I don't know. Maybe not. It was like twenty-five <laughs> years ago. Do you remember this? <laughs>
0: twenty-five do you remember years when ago, when
1: you got smacked in the back of the head.
0: I bet he remembers. I would remember every little detail if I was a guest star on a big TV show in my, like, 20s. Are you kidding me?
2: You're right, you're right.
0: So we see Drew at his locker with his mom, and he calls Joey over. He goes, hey, Harry Potter. <laughs> and he says, tell the boys I said touche. She's like, what are you talking about, Drew? Mm-hmm. He says, karma finally caught up with me. Mm-hmm. So then we see Pacey waiting for Doug with a box of Krispy Kremes. And he tell, he tells Doug that, um, he says, thank you for letting me go on the ride along with you. It was illuminating. And Doug says, have you ever said anything that wasn't line with sarcasm? And Pacey says, look, I'm admitting I was wrong. So he tells Doug that his job matters as much, if not more than any job he'll ever be able to hold down. And Doug says, that's interesting, considering yesterday you didn't think it mattered at all. And Pacey's like, well, I'm telling you today, okay? I'm admitting that I was wrong, and it matters in a million other subtle ways that I, with the subtlety of an elephant in an antique shop, will never, ever notice. And he says that I should be so lucky to get the right shotgun with you, Doug. And Doug says, well, that would be a mistake. And he tells Pacey that he doesn't think he'd make a good cop anyway. (laughs) So they have a really sweet moment, And Doug tells Pacey that he says, I think you're a daring original. And I think you have a talent for flying in the face of conventionality. And I think you were born to break the rules, not enforce them. And I actually admire that in you. So I thought that was really sweet that they like. That
1: was nice. They had a bonding moment.
0: Yeah, it was was nice. We cut to Leary's fresh fish. And Dawson's in the back on the computer on some like. Uh, search engine that I've never seen before. <laughs> and Gretchen walks in. He's trying to find Brooks, um, but he can't find him.
1: It was the old school internet movie database.
0: <laughs> it, was it was. It was, because that's the stuff that he's looking up. <laughs> oh my God. See what I did there? See what I did there? That was funny. Um, but Gretchen says, well, maybe he used a different name, like Chief, Doc, or Ace. And he says, yeah, like the great director, Chief Tarantino. She's like, now you're just making fun of me. And then she goes to leave. And he's like, don't, don't leave mad. (laughs) Don't go. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) he finally finds Brooks under A.I. Brooks, and we see that there's a list of all his films and a little bio. And he goes, oh my god i found them it's under ai brooks and he has like a bunch of movies so yeah
1: there was a bunch of them on the 50s and <laughs> they were like in the 50s and 60s i think right yeah. no. was, i like, mean there you go 56. now we know why they're talking the way they're talking you know
0: um molly shows up to jacks with her older sister caroline and molly's crying and she's like i'm sorry i got you fired and he sits with her on this like terrible leaning bench on his front yard.
1: I think the I think it was a rocker
0: that did not rock. That was just a bench. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think that was a rocker. Okay, it was literally like slanted.
1: Oh, I wasn't looking that closely. I was just like, all right, they're sitting. Let's have a moment.
0: She's like, I should have stopped more goals. You would still be my coach. And Jack tells her that they fired him because they disagreed with who he was as a coach, not her as a player. So then he tells her that they knew he was right about her, but they couldn't admit it. And she knows it too. And Molly says, Caroline told me that it wasn't my fault, but I don't believe her because she couldn't understand how anyone could fire you. He says that he's confusing to people like Billy's dad, but we can't hate people because they're different. We just have to try and forget about them and go on being the best person that we can be. And that's their little scene.
1: Be all that you can be.
0: In the army. (laughs) So now Joey's at Dawson's. Mitch tells her that he's probably up in his room. And he says, and if he's up there, tell him I know. And congrats. (laughs) Joey's like, what is he talking about? (laughs) She's always
2: confused.
0: Yeah, she's always like, I don't know. So she opens up the door and we see Dawson and Pacey throwing all the evidence into like a trash bag. And um, she's like, okay, it's explanation time. (laughs) And Then Jack comes in through the window. He's like, it's a real bitch getting up here without that ladder. (laughs) And Jack's like, wait, what is she doing here? I thought we were doing this alone. She's like, I I knew it. I totally knew it. (laughs)
1: Liar. She knew nothing.
0: Pacey's like, don't jump to any conclusions. And Jack says, we, we didn't pull off this prank at all. And Dawson's like, look, we all have airtight alibis. And Pacey's like. But if
1: we like, did, this is how it would have went down. Yeah. <laughs> Hypothetically.
0: So then he gets into like how it could have happened, um, which I'm not even going to get into, but um, they all framed Drew mm-hmm. and it was so convenient and it worked out perfectly because Drew's a bad guy. You know, and he deserved it, especially what he did to Jen. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, he was not very helpful with that at all. He was just like, eh, fuck it. Go for a lady. And then she almost, you know, dies. So,
0: no, I mean, I mean how he told he told the cops that Jen was the one who gave her the drugs. Oh,
1: well, well, yeah, right.
0: So after Dawson and Pacey explain what happened, Dawson goes, of course, that's just a hypothetical. And Pacey says, the truth is that Drew Valentine is, was, and will always be the lone arch criminal behind it all. And Jack says that he's happy to see what was coming to him for so long. And Joey turns around and goes, karma. (laughs)
1: Karma. Karma is the uh, title of the episode.
0: (laughs) So now we cut to Pacey and Dawson, like in a field burying all the evidence. And Dawson says, what are you thinking? And Pacey says, I'm thinking we pulled it off. And he says, I've been thinking that something, Pacey says, I've been thinking that something's been right tonight that has been right for a long, long time. I just keep on forgetting why we're still not friends. Dawson says, you know, it's not that simple. And Pacey's like, of course not. It's just that. And then Dawson says, I know. So Pacey says, I got to tell you, Dawson, when you told me you'd never be able to trust me again, that was probably amongst the top five worst moments of my life. And Dawson says, when I walked out my back porch and saw you and Joey, that was my worst. Number one with a bullet. So dramatic. He loves that term. Number whatever with a bullet. He said it in another episode. Um,
1: Does that sound like a song
0: lyric? It is. Number one with a bullet. A lot ah. ah. bullet. and yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. going, going down, down in Yeah. Sugar, we going down, swinging.
0: You'll be a number one with a bullet. A loaded oh gun, come back, oh cock and a it, and pull it.
2: Oh
0: my god! So then, whatever, whatever, I do
2: it a while.
0: <laughs> Casey says, "Do you think it's possible that someday I could convince you that you could trust me again?" And he says, "I would like to believe that." Casey says, "I got to try. I'm not ready to give up on you." <laughs> So they go to leave together and Dawson says, if it doesn't work out, we could always just kill each other. And we get the end credits. Um, I got literal chills watching that scene, Jamie. I know that sounds so corny to say, but seeing them together when they were like bonding and they were friends, it made me like a little um like nostalgic. Yeah, it got me like a little emotional Since watching it because yeah. I was like, they were so such good friends and seeing them like bonding over this thing that they talked about doing years and years for years and years and they accomplished it. But like, they still have this like wall between them because of what's happening in their friendship, you know? Yeah. But I mean, obviously they're going to get past it because I've watched the show, but um, it was really a nice way to end the episode with just the two of them. And the audience getting to see that there is becoming some sort of resolution with them, you know? Yeah. So I appreciated that a lot. I thought it was really, really, really good. Um, But yeah, that was our episode next week. It's kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I don't know what that is.
1: (laughs) I don't remember. now.
0: It's number one with a bullet. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. (laughs) (laughs) Looking forward to it. Um, Final thoughts, Jamie.
1: I did like this episode. It was a like a it was like a who done it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was good.
1: I liked it. It was well played.
0: Yeah, I liked it a lot too. I thought I thought it was one of my favorite episodes so far this season.
1: Yeah, it was very well planned out. I like how they, you know, wrapped it all up.
0: So And it it didn't seem like a filler episode. It had a really good story to it and
1: Yeah, it was a way to kick Drew out for a little bit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and Joey wasn't a big part of it, and but all the characters were were in. They were, but it
1: was more focused on the guys this time, which was nice because it's usually pretty heavy on the girls and the couples. So they switched it up, and it was focused on the guys and payback.
0: And you know that prank is like a big deal, and yeah, you know. Yeah. So, did your high school ever do that your senior year? Do a prank? I don't remember. I don't remember Fars did either, but.
1: I feel like there was talk about a prank, but I don't know if we actually went through with it, and if they did, I wasn't anybody that I hung out with. So
0: I have to ask my friend Kim, who I went to school with, who is a listener of our podcast. Because um, I don't. I don't
1: know. Do you remember? Let us know.
0: I don't remember. I have to find out. I'll message her and ask her, but um, I don't know.
1: I'm sorry. I keep sniffling. Is that I, you? It's yeah. My nose is running.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was like something in your. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to not, but I like can't help it. Okay.
0: All right. Well, that's what was I gonna say? No, I wanted. That's to, all, folks. No, I wanted to read something from somebody.
1: What, it was like, do? what is it? What is it? Uh, SMR, ASMR. AAMSR. <laughs> <laughs> we we just start. To, we just start like, like crinkling shit in people's ears. I don't know. <laughs> Blowing
0: people really like it.
1: (laughs) Let me quietly eat a potato chip in your ear.
0: Yeah, do it. (laughs) I'll just sit here and laugh and ruin it.
1: (laughs) I'll just whisper sweet nothings into your ear. Hello,
0: people love it. You're so stupid. But I think we can end the episode, Jamie. I think I think that was a good a good episode to recap. So I'm glad that we got through it and we did. had a good time. Even though you're so focused on your new chameleon the whole time.
1: Whatever. Was I was I not here? Was I not engaged? Did I not entertain you?
0: I just gotta say I might have to call CPS. <laughs> because of your overbearingness on your <laughs>
1: dude she needs to fucking sleep okay
0: <laughs> she's like leave me the fuck alone i'll go to sleep when no, i want no
1: they get stressed and if they don't sleep then they get tired and if they don't if they get tired they don't eat and then she's going to get sick it's a whole thing they're like this is an advanced reptile i need to stay on top of so excuse me (laughs) for giving a damn about a life form here that can't fend for itself (laughs) all right well
0: awesome why don't you tell everybody where to find your bookstagram
1: (laughs) okay so uh you can find me at Lynn underscore book lover i am on a hiatus book wise so if you're expecting to see a bunch of posts you should just go through what's old in there but um i'm there though so you can just message me if you'd like to but i'm there look at my stories it's mostly music
0: Go follow Jamie's bookstagram. And if you want to follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Creek Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. And Mm -hmm. you can also join our, our Facebook group and you can send us any feedback or any type of story you want us to read on the next episode at CreekTalkPodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you want to support us in another way, you can give us a five-star rating or review on Apple podcasts or Spotify. And uh, we would love it if you would join our new Patreon, where we are doing monthly bonus content and our weekly recaps in advance. So go ahead and click on any of our link trees in any of our bios and you'll find everything listed over there. But for now, we hope you have a great weekend. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next week with an all new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. Bye! Bye.
2: (laughs) Happy holidays! Happy holidays!
0: Oh my god.